All right, you all set? Yes. Got my notes. Oh, good. You have to have your notes. I, I expect nothing less <laughs> when you come on to the Undressed podcast. All right. Uh, hi, and welcome to Undressed. My name is Megan Collins of Style Girlfriend. My guest today is Peter Wynn. He is a private personal stylist for men right here in New York City, or I guess for those who want to fly into New York City and work with you too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not just New Yorkers. Yeah, I got a lot of inter international clients that come you're in. You're available to everybody. Uh, you guys can find him over on theessentialman.com. So hi, Peter. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and you know what? Thanks also to our newest podcast supporters. Quick reminder that you can help keep undressed ad-free by heading to anchor.fm backslash style girlfriend and clicking on support this podcast which I know you already do in your hearts so maybe now in like your minds and wallets would be great until we start trying to sell you guys mattresses and stuff so uh get on it uh in the meantime Peter I just want to jump right into it I have so much that I want to talk about yes, with you let's today do it. the first thing is put up a post about uh your most embarrassing wardrobe <laughs> malfunction so my brother's best friend in the whole world lives out in California. Nicest guy. Isn't necessarily like a stylish guy, but he put up this picture on Facebook. I don't know why I said that about him not being stylish. He's a, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's not part of the story. <laughs> but he put up this picture of his shoes and it was the fronts of both of these like brown, like lace up shoes. And both of the fronts of the <laughs> shoes had just come apart. Like you could see his socks. You could see his toes. He was like, man, I don't know what happened. I got into it. It's like, a, like the ho hobos in the cartoons. Yeah. Like he was a full on like cartoon hobo, but both feet. Like usually it's just one. And I was like, I don't know how that both happened. Like it happened simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it means he has like an even gait. I don't know. <laughs> but it got me thinking about like what people's worst wardrobe malfunction malfunctions are. And not in the like Janet Jackson way, but like in the just straight up like, oh my God, this thing happened. What am I going to do? Where can I hide? Where can I get a new pair right, of pants? What was yours? Okay, so I have a couple, <laughs> and I was trying to think of what uh, is the worst, and both involved, so so at my, my brother's wedding, his now wife, very sweet girl, woman, lady, her mom's friend, like, offered to make all the bridesmaids dresses, which was very nice, and the wedding was in England, where she's from, and so my sister and I were in the wedding party, and we didn't, like, we sent her measurements over, and we were just kind of, like, hoping for the best. <laughs> And so we get there and we get our dresses and they seem okay. Like I knew the wedding color, so I bought a separate dress. Just in case. Just in case. Smart and move. like for the reception, just like if I got like, yeah. you know, more if I wanted to be more comfortable. Uh like backup, but also like I really don't know how I'm gonna feel about this like homemade dress that I from this lady, I don't know. So march into the wedding, do the procession, like walk down the aisle with the flowers. We're sitting in the pew at this like old ass church in like wherever England and I start to feel the dress not like the zippers coming undone but the dress no, the, seams the seams are just coming <clears throat> apart like I can just kind of feel it like thread by thread as it is yeah. just starting to pop open and not because like I am too big for this dress but just because this dress had not been worn by a person and yeah. this woman apparently she's more we found out later that she's more of a knitter <laughs> Not really like a dress seamstress. Yeah, yeah. So she was just like, I don't know. I found this pattern and I like did my best. So God bless her. I mean, she's not listening to this podcast. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> but literally walking back down the aisle after they got married, I had to kind of put my or arm on it. Yeah. it. yeah. And squeeze my ribs so that the dress wouldn't just literally fall off my body. Yeah. So end up changing into my other dress. 
it was a mess. My sister's dress fell apart too, but she hadn't brought a dress that like matched. So she just kind of had to change. And at the uh, reception, like Jess was like, oh, like, thanks for being so cool about the dresses, Lana and Megan. Because we had kind of not been so nice about it, which was not really the most welcoming way to come into our family. But we laugh about it now. Yeah. But yeah. at the time, I was literally horrified that I was going to be walking out of this church and my dress was just going to, like, fall to the ground. And then literally kind of the same thing happened this summer. I bought this dress actually for the polo match, like, at the beginning of the summer. And I got it and I put it on. It was way too sexy. So I didn't wear it to the polo match. But I ended up wearing it for my birthday a month later. And same thing. As soon as I got out the door, the side zip just burst open. And that was because I was actually too big for that dress. (laughs) Where was this dress from? It was from ShopBot. Okay. But it was kind of a cheapo, like, going out dress. So I ended up having to steal a friend's denim jacket. And I had to wear that the whole night. Because, I I mean, literally, like, it was, like, a gaping hole the size of, like, a watermelon. Like, it was just, it was, like, from my pit to my hip. And And you went out the whole night with that? Yeah, it was my birthday. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, you can just, like, pop into a store and get something new or something. I don't know. I get, yeah, like, right. had some, like, shopping montage, yeah, yeah. like, movie moment. <laughs> I don't, I still like the dress. I wish I had, I had t- ended up tossing it. But, like, yeah, so my two, my two are both dress-related and both about just, like, me coming out of my dresses, yeah. I wish I had a story. I, I was trying to rack my brain about, like. We got a lot of, like, pants splitters. A lot yeah, of guys I mean, that were, like. to me. Really? No. I mean, like, my. I guess, You're like, because I wear clothes that fit. <laughs> but like my, my malfunctions are like stupid mistakes. Yeah. Like um, one time I, I used to live about 10 blocks from my, my gym. And it was like middle winter. So I used to wear tights with shorts over it. I walked out of the house without my shorts. So I was wearing <gasps> tights. And Ooh, I was like, I was, like seven, <laughs> I was seven blocks from my apartment. And I was like, holy shit. Like it's like everything just, is form fitting. <laughs> and so I walked back home and... You know, my wife at the time, my fiance at the time, she was like, what are you wearing? I was like, I forgot my shorts. Oh, my God. At I least mean, you didn't make it all the way to the gym. I know. Because th- at that point, I think I would have just stayed and yeah. been in the corner or something. Because you don't want to have to go back. And by that time, like, you're no, probably just not even going to the done, gym. I would have done all the cardio to get everything. <laughs> just like- Do a lot of Russian twists where yeah. you have, like, a medicine ball over yeah. your crotch area. On Instagram live everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there's definitely guys that are out there like that but yeah the shorts yeah. over the leggings yeah. is much more in the move but yeah. i can see how once you pull the leggings on you're like you y- your brain is like i'm wearing yeah. pants you forget oh so you had like a very showy walk to the gym yeah that and and one time i went on a date and it's one of those kind of like this like last week where it's it's fall but yes like weather wise all of a sudden it gets really humid and hot and i remember wearing a wool sweater and i was just sweating bullets oh sweating on a date and that was that was super embarrassing so i'm like wiping my head she's like wiping my head she felt sorry for me oh god course, must not yeah. have been a first date she... no no it was, okay. it was a yeah we dated for a while but um that was super embarrassing not your wife no not, not my wife so no. maybe that yeah maybe. maybe that killed it <laughs> that is really bad i yeah. hate feeling too hot and not being able to do anything about yeah. it in terms of water malfunction what do you think is the best way to come back from something like pants splitting or spilling something <laughs> on yourself do you think that it's just a matter of being like haha i can laugh at myself like what or is it literally like leaving the party that second and never I mean, speaking to those people again yeah i mean i think it depends right like if your plant pants split and if you had good underwear so rule one is to have good sure underwear, always right? be wearing good underwear um because you never know who's gonna yeah, see it yeah i think stains and stuff if you can just laugh at it yeah i think most of life is like that right if you can laugh at yourself yeah everything will be fine 
I asked the question today on Instagram and we were getting a lot of responses of like, yeah, like, oh, I had a job interview and then my pants split like two minutes before meeting with the person. And yeah, I think that if it's something where people are going to definitely be able to see it to just like call it out immediately and like acknowledge it. And then beyond that, I mean, you can't really do anything but just assume that people are empathetic enough to know that like everybody has bad days and like stuff happens. I think also it can sort of be an advantage for an interview. Oh, like breaking the ice? Yeah, kind of. Splitting if, your you pants? Can, if you can just be chill and just be like kind of funny about it and you'll be memorable, right? Okay. You'll stand out a little bit more. Yeah. And I, if you're good on top of that, then right. it helps. <laughs> That's more true for like a seam coming apart than like spilling ketchup on your shirt. Oh, yeah. Like that just yeah, kind of makes you sloppy. look like a bozo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roll with the punches. That's the key. That's kind of like a good style tip in general. Yeah. I'm loving the stories, though. I feel like... What were some other ones? A in, lot of pants splitting. A lot of pants splitting. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Taylor wrote in, and she was like, the gingham dress incident. What? Like, we I saw there. that. What, what is that yeah. about? Can, she, you, can you share? I, I think so. <laughs> we were consider. We were. I took her to the polo match this year again, and we were looking at different dresses, and she was trying to pull something out of her own closet, and me and her roommate ended up trying to zip her into this gingham dress, and it immediately exploded. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was just like the zipper like poked an eye out. I mean, it was just like it, it went south really fast. Yeah. So not only couldn't she wear the dress, but she's like, oh, I can never wear this dress again. Cause it was yeah. one of those dresses or it's like a, it was a piece of clothing where it was kind of nice, but it wasn't so nice that you'd want to get the zipper fixed. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like that was what happened with mine. I was like, I could get this fixed, but I would also probably have to get a rib taken out and like <laughs> never have it's McDonald's again. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. A lot of pants splitting. What else? Something about like someone having their shirt on inside out the whole time. For, I've done like, it before. Not knowing it. I've done it before, but then it kind of looks like a cool like, acne shirt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Rick Owens shirt. It's like inside out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited just to read them. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'll continue to share them. The great thing about the, that little Instagram story sticker thing is that it's anonymous. So people can yeah. be like, yeah, I uh, split my pants in front of my future in-laws and wasn't wearing underwear like i would i, I should ask i should ask my followers and yeah blenders oh my god yeah because it's not i mean it could be more than a malfunction it could yeah. just be like an an oopsie yeah uh, another thing that we had we put up some men's grooming essentials for mm -hmm. college and what was so interesting is we got a lot of our audience talking about what they do now like in their 20s and their 30s mm -hmm. and beyond and i'm just curious if like you remember what your college like quote-unquote skincare routine was and if that <laughs> even qualifies like if you would ever even consider what you did as like being a routine all right so i gotta give you credit because you hooked me up with heyday oh yeah I love right? heyday. um it's funny because my my wife goes there and she was always trying to get me to go and then when you finally hooked me up yeah heyday does facials yeah. here in new york and i think now in la yeah and she was like oh now that megan's told you to go you <laughs> i get that a lot <laughs> I get a lot of like happy wives and girlfriends, but also like a little bit miffed that it took me yeah. telling their boyfriends or husbands advice and then they listen to it before they would actually I mean, listen that's to the, it. That's, so I the, that's the reason why I have a no girlfriend or no wife policy for my clients. Oh. Like the guy has to want. Yeah. It can't be like the girlfriend bought him like a gift certificate with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they hooked me up with an awesome routine. Um, before that, even up to my But you're early, how old? Like, we shouldn't be talking about a skincare routine that you adopted this <laughs> but year. But here's the thing. Like, I've never <laughs> looked into it until I went home recently and I saw my dad. My dad's in his, my parents are in their mid-60s. And I've always sort of looked my looked my dad. 
And I remember, I remember looking at him across the dinner table, and I was like, oh, wow, you're, you're really old. <gasps> and I'm seeing it. Uh, yeah. Also, my dad didn't take care of I me. Mean, he smokes. So I don't smoke. Um, so a lot of things that that's a direction I could go to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to figure something out. <laughs> Better late than never. Yes. But in college, up until like my 30s, so really recently, it was just bar soap or whatever my wife had. Yeah. But there's no routine. There's no, there's nothing. That's so crazy yeah. to me. Because even back then, like I would have my face wash and it would be, you know, drugstore, but that yeah. was yeah. fine. And like I would... I don't know. I, I used to wash my hair a lot more than I do now. Now I wash my hair less. So my hair care routine has probably gone down in maintenance. Yeah. But my skincare routine has jumped from like, you know, clean and clear face wash yeah. to like, I mean, it's kind of obnoxious now. I think, I think facial care is, or grooming in general, or washing your face and taking care of your skin is like the last thing that guys oh, totally. get into. Yes. Like even for me, like I'm the last 15 years, I've, I've been all fashion. But just recently, I've been into skincare. It's twofold. One, guys think that they're not like, quote unquote, allowed to care about their skincare. And then two, like, I think that they look at men who are older and still really handsome and think like, well, that's how I want to age. Like, I want to age gracefully. But they think they want to look like George Clooney. And they're like, yeah, no, I kind of want to look like weathered. And you're like, okay, but like George Clooney, he looks great because he probably takes care of his skin. So I think that guys are kind of starting to get hip to the fact that it actually does take work to look the way that you want to look as you get older. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of work to look effortless. Yes! <laughs> it sure does. I have a, I'm curious. What is the most expensive, like, grooming product you own? All right, so and are you, like, embarrassed <laughs> by how expensive it oh, is? Oh, I'm not embarrassed at all. Definitely the sunscreen I use. Um, okay. Oh, which wow. Is the that image, was unexpected. The Image Skincare. Um, oh. Uh, it's... Like forty bucks, not I mean, not too expensive. Yeah. Um, but it's a sunscreen and moisturizer, so it kind of like knocks out two things in one. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Like every skincare person has told me to use sunscreen. Yeah, duh. Um, yeah. So that's like so I definitely don't mind paying a little bit more for that. But I did see that you were kind of making fun of uh, Aesop mouthwash. Oh my god. Which is really funny because like when you told me like, Oh, can you do the podcast today? I was gonna go to Aesop <gasps> and Warby Parker because like, they're right next to me in Carroll Gardens because I do love their deodorant and I do love really? their shampoo. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Aesop fan. See, I feel like Aesop is reserved for like guest bathroom stuff. <laughs> it's like I want people to see I have this yeah, exactly. but I don't want to ever use it. <laughs> I want to take like a year to go through one thing of like pump hand soap from Aesop. I had multiple people reach out to me and be like, are you trolling me? I'm like, no. Who has Aesop mouthwash? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, my God. It's $25 for, like, a little bad. bottle. But you know what? My thing is, like, I, I'm always curious about those things. Yeah. Like, recently, I, I checked out um, a really nice bar of soap from um, Baxter. Okay, sure. And it wasn't that great. Mm. And so you kind of use it. You're like, okay, it wasn't that great. But I did love the, the Aesop stuff that I have. See, I will say that's why we're definitely lucky because we'll get sent things yeah, that we yeah. wouldn't necessarily buy. But the danger then is obviously in getting hooked and then you're like, oh, oh yeah. no, I have to pay that's for the this because I love worst. it so much. <laughs> so my most expensive thing is literally like two years ago, I got invited to some La Mer event and La Mer oh, is like okay. really fancy yeah, like yeah, lady yeah. skincare. I know what's up. Yes. <laughs> and so I got like their cream, which is like super iconic and famous. And I'm just now running out of it because I would only use it like, maybe a couple of times a week because I wanted it to last as long as possible. And now I'm finally almost out. And I'm like, oh, my God, because it's like $150 for like yeah. a little jar that yeah. you can hold in your hand. But it's also 
like I hear from a lot of people that I have great skin and like I think that just naturally I'm lucky but also like I do take care of it and this is something where I'm like oh no it really does work oh crap what do I do but so you know, I, it'll last a long time like I think that's the only way I'm gonna be able to justify my, it my thing is what's more expensive is skin cancer oh boy <laughs> right? I thought you were gonna say like plastic surgery oh, that which too. is also worth I mean I mean I'm not knocking cheaper plastic. than Botox yeah it is cheaper than Botox and also I think it's good to get in the habit of taking care of yourself no yeah. matter what it is yes um and you know what? If you can afford it and it, buying the nicer stuff may, means that you'll actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Godspeed. For sure. Like if you in the same way that like sometimes it takes people buying new gym clothes in order to get motivated oh, that's to go me. to the gym. Yeah. That's right. A, like yeah. I know you love your leggings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, so I don't begrudge anybody their expensive fancy skincare yeah. or hair care or even clothes. It's just a matter of like you said, sometimes you pay for what you think is going to be higher quality and then it's not and then that's yeah. a bummer yeah yeah so i mean there's always great products at every budget that's the thing you, you learn yes i tweeted today because esquire had some sort of like their own grooming essentials yeah and it included a 25 dollar bottle of asap <laughs> mouthwash which i found ridiculous because nobody sees your mouthwash you don't keep it out of your bathroom oh, cabinet I keep it out keep you gotta keep it i out. mean if you have asap mouthwash <laughs> i'm sure you do keep it out i'm sure you put it on your that glass living room bottle coffee table that glass bottle with the tom ford book oh my oh my god no i again i think it's great uh if we can just encourage guys to start any kind of a skincare yeah. routine and even if and same with your hair and if that means going to walgreens and buying every single thing there that's still better than washing your face with a bar of soap that you found in your shower and just adopting any kind of a routine yeah. is better than not having yeah, one. Yeah. And to your point, SPF should absolutely, like we don't say the word should very often, so you know we mean it. It should be a part yeah. of any guy's skincare routine. I mean, I'm 35 and I'm just starting to do that and I do that every day. So you know it's like very important. And it's not hard. Like have a daytime face moisturizer that just has SPF in it. Like you yeah. don't have to make it be another layer. Like, hey, I'm all for a serum and then a cleansing lotion and that's then way, a, that's you know, way too much time. right in essence like i'm all for that but yeah like you don't i'm not even asking for like a layer of sunscreen and then a layer of moisturizer i'm just saying buy one of the moisturizers out there face moisturizer with like spf 25 yeah. in it yeah and again you can find that at the drugstore like cetaphil i think like their daytime lotion has i heard that's really good spf in yeah. it and it usually works for people because it's like kind of for sensitive skin so like even if you have kills is, is, is another brand that i get recommended a lot too yes from, from which readers. is a bit more expensive but yeah. Yeah, and you can also have that out on your yeah. bathroom, you know, <laughs> nice counter one. if that's something that matters to you, like it does for these people that have their ASAP mouthwash. Uh, so the next thing, so I don't know why I was thinking about this. I guess because it's November, and Esquire just put out their November cover, which is Steve Carell, and he looks super oh, yeah, handsome I just saw that. and yeah, all yeah. that Tom Brown. And also every time I've seen the trailer for that new movie of his that um, – where he the plays land the of dad? Marwin or whatever. Or oh, no. That's Beautiful Boy, which okay. also looks sad. But he in this other one that looks very, like, fantastical, he plays, like, a illustrator who gets beaten up for no good reason. And then... Oh, I haven't seen that it one. It constructs this, like, fantastical world out of, Whoa. like, figurines. And I'm oh, telling you, Peter, that... I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Though, it's, like, something the world of Marwin or something yeah. Marwin. So it's, like, a weird name. But, oh, my gosh, it looks so affecting. And, like, who knew that this, you know, guy from The Office had it in him. But it looks great. Anyways, he looks great in the editorial, but... It made me realize, like, oh, wow, we're, like, almost at the end of the year. And I just started thinking about, like, all the different covers from both, like, GQ and Esquire <laughs> this year. So I'm just going to read you 
GQ this year. This month is Ryan Gosling. Last month was Paul McCartney. Before that, it was Chris Hemsworth. month before that, it was Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Before that, it was Zane Malik. Malik? Malik? Zane from One Direction. The issue before that was the comedy issue was Sarah Silverman, Issa Rae, and Kate McKinnon. Before that, it was James Harden. Before that, it was Diddy. Before that, it was Timmy Sh- Timothy Chalamet. And then last January, it was Jimmy Kimmel. Esquire. Oh, well, I guess it was Steve Carell for this month. And then last month, uh, Tom Hardy. Before that, Chadwick Boseman. Before that, Alden Ehrenreich, who's like the guy from, he like played Han Solo this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Shia LaBeouf, Donald Glover, John Berenthal. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Berenthal, Berenthal, who I do not know who that is. I don't know who that is either. And then John Hamm. Yeah. What like covered the, the, the big, the big black, black book? Yeah, and I'm just curious, like, what you think as a man? Like, do you have GQ? Do you have Esquire? Or like, you know, subscriptions? Like, do you affiliate yourself with one or the other? Like, it just feels like these lists are so different, and I don't know that I always thought that GQ and Esquire were going after such different readers. I, and I feel like just in 2018, I'm like, oh, you guys are like really trying to like put your you know flag in the ground for kind you know of what's, being different kinds yeah, of Yeah, what's interesting is like the fact that you mentioned that cuz I was looking over this list again and it just hit me that they're very different. Yeah. Like you can totally tell GQ is a little bit younger, a little bit trendier and Esquire, I mean they've reverted back to their kind of old style mm-hmm. like classic 60s kind of covers where it's a little bit desaturated and the original logo, I love it. I mean I, I think I identify a little bit more with the Esquire man just because okay. I'm a little bit older. But I do love the GQ content because I am also a little bit on the trendier side. Yeah. So I'm like kind of in between, but I think aspirationally, for sure, the Esquire guy. And it's really interesting to see now the separation. I mean, it's wild. Like, and now with Will Welch taking over at the head, like he was obviously heading up GQ style, which was mm-hmm. uber trendy yeah. and very like Ryan McGinley-esque yeah. and like had a certain artistic direction that I think has become just as sort of notable. Like I think that you can tell a GQ editorial just in the same way that you can tell an Esquire profile. Yeah. Like you would never confuse the two anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's that was a, the main, um, I wouldn't say problem, but like that was the, the thing before the Esquire rebrand where the covers felt very similar. Mm-hmm. And now you notice the Esquire covers have less um, copy. Yeah. It's most, mostly, mostly about the photo and the mood. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, it's a nice thing to have on your table. Whereas GQ, it's it's more of um, that that magazine you pick up on when you're le- leaving Target, right? Interesting. Do you subscribe to either of them? No, no, me neither. Not anymore. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my wife would kill me because I used to have. We're experts on men's style. <laughs> Don't worry about well, it. I We're mean, fine without. The thing is, like, my, like a lot of the stuff is available online now. Yeah. And and my wife, like, I used to have stacks and stacks of magazines. She would, she hated it. It's like all over the apartment. So, and I, I, I have a hard time getting rid of things. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, wow, yeah. you're like a straight up hoarder. I am basically a hoarder, yeah. But it is interesting. And, like, you know, I think I will say, like, I enjoy GQ's profiles more because I think that they've done a really good job of hiring really good really? writers. Yes. I love, I love Esquire's profiles more, but I love GQ's, like, kind of uh, like pop culture. Um, like surveys and things about like dating and sex, I think they do a little bit better job. Mm. You don't think that they're a little broy? They are, but I think they're they're useful. Yeah, it's like a weird kind of hiding the spinach or the, the <laughs> veggies in the thing, where it, it reads broy, but when you when you look at it, it's like actually good advice. Yeah, I'd like to think it's because they're hiring more female writers. Yeah, than they that's used true. To. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's interesting. Do you remember, like, is there any one cover from the past year that really, like, you've remembered or has kind of, like, stuck out for you? Mm, not necessarily, no. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't remember Diddy on the cover. Do you I remember? didn't either. I'm like, was that a fashion issue? I don't know. I went to, I mean, they both, on their sites, I just, like, Googled cover yeah. story. <laughs> I mean, and I remembered most of them. Yeah, I didn't remember Diddy's. I didn't really remember Timothy Chalamet's, to be honest, because I don't stand for Timothy the way that some people do, <laughs> which is fine. I really like Jimmy Kimmel's, but it was also just because it was him in a bunch of really nice top coats, like last January, and I love a good top coat, mm. which I think is also why I really like the Steve Carell profile oh, for Esquire, because yeah. he's just wearing a bunch of that one's nice so good. structured jackets, sweaters. I, I don't know. I just want everything to be very like tucked in and like precise. A little bit more mature. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But that that said, like I didn't, I couldn't tell you much about like Alden Ehrenreich's profile. I bet they put him in like a like a bomber jacket because it's like get it. And he plays a pilot. <laughs> like I don't, you know, I again, I don't know who John Bernthal is. Like I, I guess in maybe in 2019, I'd like to see from Esquire if they're gonna go for an older audience, maybe just to see some older guys. Mm. Like, maybe that's the way you can do it. And instead of kind of playing up the idea of feeling old school, you could actually, like, go a little bit older in your profile subjects. If you, if you had to choose one. Oh, my God. Don't make me. <laughs> this, I, I would rather read a GQ celebrity profile. I would rather read the rest of the magazine of Esquire. So just mash them up into yeah. Jesquire. Jesquire. <laughs> <laughs> Edited. Editor-in-chief, Megan Collins, is now a girlfriend. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, we really only have December to go, and then we'll see what they do for 2019. I mean, I think that on both lists, it's interesting to see a few more people of color than we've been used to in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a whole lot, but, like, maybe next year we could get some, like, Henry Golding on the cover, like that handsome. Where's Michael B. Jordan? Where's Michael B. Jordan on this? <laughs> I think he got, he, they put him on Men's Health a lot because he's yeah doesn't mind taking his shirt off. <laughs> I don't mind it either. <laughs> I know you don't mind. <laughs> Every time something pops up, I might might see Jordan. You're tweeting it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I guess I don't also know what's coming up for 2019. Like probably whatever Avengers movie is coming out or something. You know, then we'll be seeing all of the people from those. So yeah, GQ Esquire. If you want our hot takes, uh, call us. We'll, we'll guest edit the next issues. You and I can each take one, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's like in Parent Trap where they like both took a twin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of hot takes, let's let's uh, get to it. We've been chatting. I have been obsessed with so many things this week. They're all Style Girlfriend related. We talked about a lot of stuff on Style Girlfriend, which we don't always do. But do you have a hot take? Something that you've been thinking a lot about this week? Well, I did. I didn't. I didn't want to steal cancel Kanye. Oh boy! Because I think that I totally agree with that, and I've been the biggest Kanye supporter forever. But let's talk about Alberts. <laughs> Because I've been getting a lot of shit from people oh my about God. <laughs> Okay, well, just to jump on in my, yeah, you saw mine in the outline. Last week we talked about how I'm ready to cancel Kanye. I am continue to be looking for the cancel button. So, yeah, yeah I'm done with Kanye. But, yeah, let's go back to Allbirds. <clears throat> let's talk about it. I think, did I send you the tweet? They just got a new, eva new valuation. Yeah. It's like yeah. $2 billion. Yeah, yeah. Did you read the Quartz article about them? Mm -mm. I don't know the last time I read oh, a Quartz article. <laughs> it's hilarious. This one quote, it basically said, um, all birds are fleece vests for your feet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which is totally true. Look, I mean, I think I'm not knocking the fact that they, you know, are making a lot of money. Um, but they're just not cool. Here's the thing, though. 
Okay. I don't I don't like to shit on brands. I don't disagree with you. I will say that. <laughs> I own a pair of Allbirds and I wore them all last year. And I loved them and I still love them. I like how they feel on my feet. I like how they look. But I don't wear them anymore. Yeah. And it's because they very quickly passed this peak of like coolness that I've never seen a brand rock it up like that and then so quickly become like passe. Yeah. And this is what is really gross and snobby about me is that like I would totally still recommend them to like my brother and sister who live in Wisconsin <laughs> because I think it's Fun. just yeah. people like us who, who like don't think they're cool anymore. Right? I think they're just there's so many other options that are like very similar, like mm-hmm. Nike Freeze or Adidas Boost, right? It's the same level of comfort. They're they're just as durable, and their their brand coolness is so much bigger. So why do you think that is? Did you ever? I guess back up. Did you ever think they were cool? Were you <clears throat> ever on the Allbirds train? Not necessarily, because I, I work with a lot of guys in tech, and so it's a very common. It's a it's big in tech, and so a lot of guys, you know, that I work with, they'll ask me, "Oh, should I keep these?" I'm like, "You can, but here are some cooler alternatives." Sure. And so I kind of get why it's very big in that because big in that culture because you know you see a lot of your friends or coworkers wearing it so you you, you want to buy in and kind of be part of it. But to me, it's like you know, like why would I get all birds if I can get these other shoes that are, are very similar? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like a year ago, if we yeah. were sitting and having this conversation, I was like, what do you think about all birds? What would you have said a year ago? I would have said the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I would have said the same thing. Oh, see, I feel like people very much drank the Kool Aid. And I then, can understand like, it the hype off. for sure. I can understand like being like popular and people liking them. Just in my like professional opinion, it's like there's so many other options that are very similar. There's like no other reason to get something else, you know? Would you say that to someone living in like Chicago? Yeah. Okay, I mean, so you're across <laughs> the board. Because I mean, why why wouldn't like words. Nike Freeze work in Chicago or anywhere or Wisconsin? You know what I mean? I know, and I, maybe I'm making it myself sound worse here. I'm trying to like leave the door open to all birds for other people that aren't snobby New Yorkers. <laughs> I don't think it's snobby to say that there are other options that are way cooler that you can. I know, that, but like the, when do they become, this is what I'm saying. It's very intangible to me. I agree. Yeah. I, I think they have like jumped the shark for whatever reason. Yeah. I just think it happened really quickly and it feels like this thing that just like permeated the air and everyone in like fashion media in New York agreed mm-hmm. like nobody's wearing Allbirds yeah. anymore. And I just don't know when it happened, why it happened. <laughs> and I I want to feel like they're still untainted for like other people that aren't Well, us. the thing is like it's because I think they spread so fast and they got adopted. Is that what it was? By the, these tech guys. Mm. And th- these guys hire me to help them with their style. So I can say they're not the most fashion forward. And so, you know, for people that don't want to be associated with that, yeah. You know, there are other options out there. That is so funny. I'm so mad that you brought this up because I've been trying so <laughs> hard to like be low key about how I don't think all birds are like the move anymore. But then I'm like, oh, could I just bring them to Wisconsin the next time I visit and leave them there and have them be my walk around shoes there? That's what I'm saying. That's, and is that yeah, rude that's... to Wisconsin? Am I being rude to be like, oh, Wisconsin can still wear them? I don't like, know. Like Chicago people can like am I being rude by being like everyone but people in New York should still wear all Look. If you, if you, like, I'm, I, looking, I don't know if I can untangle If you like all birds, this. more power to you, get them. No, but that's, right? but 
I think I feel bad for them, even though, again, they just got valued at like $2 billion. I think I feel bad for the folks behind Allbirds. Yeah, they, don't don't feel bad for them. They yeah, got a billion right. dollars. They've they got, got a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different market. And I think for for my type of guy and the guy that I want to dress, yeah. he's not going to wear Allbirds. Because you told him not to. <laughs> yeah, because I told him not to. Because <laughs> there's way cooler brands out there. So are there other brands out there that could fill that space? Because the shoes you talked about are still like more technical brands. Like I can't really think of another brand that's maybe like um, other direct-to-consumer footwear brands that have sneakers, like an M. Jemmy or like Greats. I like I mean, Greats. I love, I love Greats. I yeah. mean, if you think about it, it's less about the what the brand is but the shoe because, you know, they're, they're designed like a sneaker, but they're made of like a wool. Um, so it's it's and you find a lot of yeah yeah so you a lot of you find a lot of brands that are doing something similar where it's or even like if you go with a classic like minimal like leather sneaker that can kind of be your third shoe because it's casual but it's not like you're wearing running shoes right right and so that would be a better option in my opinion than than something like the Allbirds yeah I cannot believe you just called them the mat like that I don't know. I'm sympathetic. Yeah. Because again, I have them. Probably a lot of people just, you know, have bought them in recent months because they were like, "Oh, I've heard of these Allbirds. Oh, they're so comfortable." Like, I feel badly that now we're like, but that's, "Oh, that's they're what not it is, cool though. anymore." That just feels so. The thing is, emphe- though, like ephemeral to be that's like. That's what the trend. That's that's what a trend is, ugh, right? It's, but it's, it's a sneaker. Like, it's it's just, a trend. Like, I collect vintage concert T-shirts, and for the last few years, I could not wear mine. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Even, like Miley Cyrus would wear. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like a Guns N' Roses T-shirt. I'm like. I can't wear it because like kids at Hot Topic are wearing them, and that's just the way it is. I guess it just feels annoying. Like we talk a lot on Style Girlfriend about the idea that like you shouldn't follow trends, right? I think you can't avoid it. Uh, honestly, I think I think people have this idea that trends like if you don't participate in fashion, you're not part of the system. But if you think about these guys in tech, who are they're kind of like. Do you ever watch South Park? Like. No. Not for a while. They had they, they're kind of in the beginning. They were making fun of goths and how goths dress to be different, but they end up looking the same. Yeah. Same thing with tech guys. They say like we're not we're not into fashion or whatever, but they're still participating in like fashion culture. Yeah. By adopting these like anti-fashion whatever, and so I think I don't think anyone's immune to trends. We're all part of the system. All right. Well, <laughs> R.I.P. Allbirds. Enjoy your enjoy your billion dollars. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry that's all you have to, <laughs> to soothe you at night is your vast amounts of money. Uh, wow. We really, okay, we really did it. I'm glad you didn't put that in the outline. I might not have let you. <laughs> I don't like to be negative. I don't want to drag people. Like, me and Taylor talked about Everlane over the summer. Ooh, and I was, ooh. ooh, and it wasn't pretty. Yeah. And I like some of Everlane's stuff. At yeah. least they have other products. Yeah. But some of their stuff is but the ugly. Quality. And also the quality. Also the quality is not always great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez, look, I did it again. All right, I better cut this off before I (laughs) talk trash about anybody else. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review Undressed on Apple Podcasts. Let me try that again. Please rate and review Undressed on Apple Podcasts. It used to be iTunes, and now people don't say iTunes anymore, so Apple Podcasts comes out of my mouth like it's another language. I don't know why. Uh, And subscribe wherever it is that you may listen. And again, if you guys really enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting the show to help us keep it ad-free. Just head to anchor.fm slash stylegirlfriend and click on the purple support this podcast button. Peter, before we leave, where can people find you? The Essential Man on Twitter, theessentialman.com, The Essential Man on Instagram. And so 
people that live in New York should hire you to burn their Allbirds, and people <laughs> yes. from outside of New York should fly with their Allbirds to New yeah, York I'll, to have I'll, you burn them in a trash I'll can. I'll save you some money. Just buy some Nikes, and you're good. <laughs> that Yeah, well, you're not cheap, so that is some great free <laughs> advice. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.